The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Streaming on the web at LINewsradio.com. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to find out about some amazing programs that are going on in our schools across Long Island. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. This week in our spotlight, well, it's a brand new district. Seaford, home of the Vikings, a school district on the south shore of Nassau County, and they have a very innovative and unique program that they have started in their school district. So to tell us a little more about it, we'd like to welcome the high school principal, Ms. Schnabel. Uh, Ms. Schnabel, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. Tell us a little bit about some of the unique things you have going on over there in Seaford. Well, thank you, Mr. Vecchio. I appreciate the opportunity to share some of the work of our district and all of our students. You mentioned the word innovative, and that happens to be uh, one of our themes of the year. We had Speaker George Kuros come in earlier in the year. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but we are really trying to spark innovation through the district. And specifically at Seaford High School, we have taken the opportunity to look at programs that will offer students opportunities to be innovative both academically, within an occupation, um, in a vocation. And we actually have two new programs at the high school this year, one being the Electrical Training Center, uh, where students are able to get a head start on their electrical training careers. Uh, So we have about 10 or 11 students in that program at this time, which is going beautifully. And we also have the EMS certification program uh, featuring seven of our high school seniors And these ladies will be able to be uh, certified EMS uh, technicians um, around the time of graduation of Seaford High School. And we're so excited to be able to offer these opportunities to our kids. So while they might be pursuing the next step, or maybe this will be their next step, they can continue in the service-driven mindset that they have had since the start of their careers in Seaford schools, which is what we truly stand for, is seeing what we can do to offer others uh, a part of ourselves. So I'm particularly proud of this group of women um, that have really invested their heart and soul in being part of the first class of young ladies, and hopefully we'll get some men going in the future too, in the future, uh, in the next class. Um, but I, I can't wait to for you to hear from them today and, and see what they've been learning. That's really inspiring them to do great things inside of our program. Well, hats off to Seaford for taking that innovative approach for alternative pathways after graduation. I always say it's about the three E's to have our students ready for enrollment in higher education ready to be employed either in the trades or, or an entrepreneur or ready for enlistment into our service. If we've done one of the three or a combination of three, then we've done our job in public education. And a lot of schools are really uh, thinking outside the box with some of the programs that they're bringing in. And emergency medical services and EMTs in particular is such a huge, huge need because the demand uh, is certainly has not changed. Uh, it's probably grown a little bit for emergency services after the pandemic, but there's always, always a need for certified people in our volunteer ambulance companies and fire districts. 
I am excited to introduce three of the high school seniors that are working really hard. And full disclosure, I'm the dad of a certified paramedic who did somewhat similar, not a high school course, but did it on his own, became an EMT himself. And it really is a difficult thing to do in addition to all the other high school work. So first, we're going to welcome to our program, Danielle. Danielle is a high school senior over at Seaford. So Danielle, my first question to you is, how did you go about saying, you know, we would love to have this type of program, EMS certification, EMT certification in our high school? How did that idea come to be in your district? As you know, your principal said this was a student led advocacy issue and now it came to fruition. So talk us through on how that idea came to be and and what made you gravitate towards wanting to take this course. So there is a few of us who came together who are part of either Seaford Fire Department or Wanto Fire Department. And we have been going over EMT stuff and um, fire stuff. And we kind of all decided that we wanted to further this in our education and not only after college or after high school, but we wanted to take a step um, right now. So we figured that by taking it during our senior year, we would already be a step ahead of everyone else. And we kind of, um, we pushed for it and we got it. That's that's awesome. And I'm so happy to hear that. And my question for you, Amanda, again, I guess somewhat similar that it, it's something that you wanted to do. Lots of times people that serve in EMS, uh, emergency medical services or first responders, it's kind of a family affair. Uh, so talk to me about your journey to say, hey, I, I want to get into EMS work and first responder work. Talk us through how that came to be for you. Uh, thank you. Um, I actually, I, even like when I was little, I always wanted to become a nurse. Um, and so I'm a part of the Seaford, I'm in the Wontaw Fire Department, sorry. And so we do a lot of EMT stuff in there and we do fire stuff too, but EMT, like learning about that kind of stuff, we usually do in the winter. And it was always so interesting to me. And um, not only is like, was nursing interesting to me, but that's when I realized like EMS was something that I was really interested in as well. So um we were going to do, I like, I always planned to do BOCES along with my cousin. Um, she's older than me, and she did it through Seaford, um, the BOCES program. But when that was taken away, we all decided, like Daniela said, we wanted to push for doing something in our school or just anything that we could do, like an EMT, like EMT class for. But this is, like, even better because now we can be certified. So that was how it was kind of brought about. And um, I'm really happy we finally got it all to work out for us. So a goal of nursing, so you kind of see the parallel here of starting out with learning about and getting your certification as an EMT, and there's different levels of uh, certification with EMT. So this is kind of a bridge for you for your future. You see it that way? Uh, I do see it that way, just because it's um, all part of like the medical field, I guess. And I think it's all pretty connected. Obviously, er like nursing school is much longer, but this is like a great introduction uh, my cousin, who goes to Adelphi, who did the BOCES program for EMT, she's certified now, and she's in her second year of nursing school, and she said that, like, her class did a lab or something, I remember her talking about, and she said that she knew everything because of the EMT class, and, like, it really helped her. 
Yeah, you get exposed to it in part of the certification. You share a lot of the same curriculum that nurses are required to take as well. So hats off to you. Alexandra is also a high school senior in Seaford. Alexandra, uh, talk to us about, you know, your journey and, and your passion to uh, get into the field of first responders. Hi. So just bounce off Danielle and Amanda. I'm also a part of the Seaford Fire Department. I'm in the juniors program with Daniela and like every so often we do EMS and I always just love like the feeling of helping someone in need. And I also want to pursue in nursing. And I thought that that would be a great to be in the best direction um, to do the EMS program and stuff. Right. It gives you a lot of firsthand relevant experience uh and the courses that you have to take to be able to sit for your license and we'll get into that in a little bit is on the same level in parallel with nursing so again you you are interested in taking nursing up as well after high school i presume yes okay and do you have any family members that also serve in the fire district that you learned about the junior program or is it just something you heard about within the community yes my dad is in Seaford Fire Department. He joined the department when he was 14 and went through the juniors program and is now a commissioner. Um, my mom was also an EMT through the Seaford Fire Department. So I grew up in that atmosphere. So it was just like, basically the fire department is my second family. And it's just the way I always like saw helping people. And I yeah. wanted to in my parents footsteps yeah you know it becomes a family affair like you said and you know a lot of interrupted dinners a lot of unexpected time away from family it's nice when the family can serve together as well and we are talking with the folks from the seaford high school uh in the seaford school district a school district located in nassau county and we're talking with three young ladies high school seniors who are pursuing to get their emt certification actually through coursework within the high school and then also aspirations to go on to either nursing but in the interim they're also serving as volunteers and giving back to their community at the same time it's a win-win we're going to learn more about this program and the other programs offered at the high school and then we're going to find out about some of the you know exposure and you know experiences they've had to date because if you are a family member of a first responder you actually hear some pretty interesting stories about some of their calls. We'll get back to that right after we take a break. You're listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio out on the web at linewsradio.com. Check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's your place to suggest a program club or activity that your district is involved in. And just like these three young ladies, your students could be the next one right here in our spotlight. We'll be right back after this. We'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. And again, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. Continuing our conversation with the folks from the Seaford School District, in particular the high school, and a unique innovative program with the inaugural class of some of the folks taking an EMS, Emergency Medical Services Program. 
to get them on their way to be certified as EMTs. And at the same time, these folks are also volunteering in their local fire districts, in their home communities, while pursuing their high school academics and career and taking this as an elective with the hopes of being prepared and ready to get their certification when they sit for their final exam to become EMTBs. Uh, Ms. Schnabel, back to you as the high school principal. Uh, again, very unique, very innovative programming. Where do you see it going from here? You know, you have these two programs. What's what's your vision for the future? Well, we've been really fortunate to be able to shift our focus a little bit at Seaford High School to to offer opportunities on site to our students, where some of those opportunities, we were taking advantage of BOCES programs at our local BOCES schools, uh, you know, for example, GC Tech and Barry Tech. Um, but we found that we were hoping to build the connection with our students because our students have such a prideful connection with the community that when our students were attending these outside programs, we would lose them for four or five periods a day between travel time and the length of the program. Some of the programs were two years, uh, two years long, and then they would not be in our school building for five periods a day. Uh, with the EMS program, it would be half a day for the student's senior year. And we wanted to try to find a way where the students were as connected to Seaford High School as much as possible, where it did not have an impact on their extracurricular activities if they wanted to, uh, where they were able to be with our counselors as much as possible, with our teachers, with their friends, where we didn't have to put them on a bus in the middle of the day and, and have them go to another location. You know, I, I feel like a little bit of a mama bear. I love keeping everyone within our tight four walls to make sure they're safe and protected under my watch all day. Um, but by by being able to do this, we have really opened up uh, everyone's eyes to the fact that it's not just, we're not just preparing our students for a college-bound path and only college-bound. We want to make sure that our students know you might want to go to college and also pursue an EMS career and serve the public. You might want to um, go straight into a vocational program after school, but we can give you the the leg up. We can give you, uh, you know, an enhanced opportunity at Seaford High School where students in our electrical training center, they can actually um, have an opportunity within the um, electricians union and have many certifications prior to graduating Seaford High School. So we want our students to know every opportunity is available to them and we can offer them all. Um, you know, slowly but surely, we're, we're opening up a lot of doors and a lot of windows to the students, and they're making us very proud in, in taking advantage of all those opportunities. 100%. And, you know, it, it's a shift that's been going on in public education for a while. And you hear people, well, we need to prepare our kids for the real world, and not everybody's college bound. Well, you know, a lot's been happening in public schools along those lines for a long time. It's not a new concept, but uh, we do appreciate everything that Seaford is doing to help prepare those students for one of those three E's or a combination of. Daniela, I want to get back to you um, again. Uh, you've all been serving as juniors in your fire districts and everything else like that. And, you know, again, being the dad of somebody who took a similar path uh, as you guys. Talk to me about, you know, how do you deal with, you know, I'm, I'm not going to beat around the bush. You guys sometimes pull up on the scene of really tough stuff. Um, 
So how do you guys deal with the aftermath of, you know, a tough call or, or a sensitive call? How do you prepare yourself and deal with that afterwards? Right. So we are in the juniors program, so we don't necessarily ride the apparatus or go on live calls just yet. Um, because we're not sworn in and um, official members of the fire district. But we go through training with all of that. So if there is a very tough call with um, like an emotional downside, um, there can be someone you can talk to or you can go to your chief or your commissioner or a friend who is close to you just to get it out, talk about it, and um, kind of just express how you feel about it and it's a way to to almost encourage yourself to be proud of you helping them instead of being sad about um, the accident that happened um and yeah there's a lot of resources that they that they give to you and there's a lot of friends and family just outside of the firehouse Ready to support you. And I, and, and I bring that up because it's important to know, because again, recruitment is so important. So if you had to convince somebody why they should be taking this course in high school, what would be the top three reasons why you think somebody should take this EMS course that Seaford is offering and maybe considering volunteering for their local fire district and pursuing, a, you know, some time, if not a career in being a first responder? I definitely, to add on to um, Ms. Schnabel, she said that we keep it all in-house, which definitely persuaded me like 100%, caught my eye, caught my attention because it allowed me to fit in my other um, necessary classes and the other classes that I wanted to take. Um, I wasn't going to be gone for five to six periods and then I wouldn't have any room in my schedule for other classes that I wish to take. Um, it's also very helpful because if you're not so much of a school person and you don't want to go to college and you don't want to take that path, then you can become EMT certified and you can work in the city. You can work at a private, um, a private ambulance company or anywhere on the island, anywhere in New York City. And you don't have to necessarily go to two years of college or four years of college and you don't need all those degrees. You just need this half year class and it's a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication but as long as you um as long as you put the work in and put your mind to it then you'll be successful very well said very well said and amanda my question to you is there there's some tough courses that you take i know my son always got hung up on anatomy and physiology and that would you know i think he took that more than once so how do you balance your regular school schedule with the demands that uh, prepping for your certification test. How, how do you balance all that out? And what's been the biggest surprise about taking this course so far for you? Um, I honestly think that it's, it is very, it is a lot of work. It's very overwhelming at times, but if you just stay on top of your work and like every day we learn a new lesson or we finish up a lesson from the day before, um, if you just go through your notes and like you really just study over time and don't cram it all in last minute, it's not as bad as it really seems to most people. And same thing with other classes. Like we're all taking different classes and we're all taking other classes. This is not like the only thing that we're doing, but um, I'm sure the other girls can agree with me. If we all just stay on top of our work while as we get it, then it's much easier than saving it all for last minute 
and um it's yeah it's a lot of work but it's not it's not too bad it's not as bad as it may seem so i do recommend it for the the students that want to do it next year i i still recommend it it's a lot of work but it's worth it all right and and you're passionate about it obviously alexandra um what would you want to say to the school district like the superintendent and the board of education you guys advocated for this they heard you and they made it a part of this uh high school uh budget this year what would you like to let them know as to why that was a good decision i would just like to thank them for giving us this opportunity and to believe in us that we can do this um i know through this program, I've learned so much um, on like the first responder side, but also as an individual, um, just caring for the patient and stuff. It's really just like. Yeah, no, patient care is so critically important. And it like, takes special people to really be compassionate and empathetic to the people that they're serving. Because uh, mm -hmm. I, I often say sometimes you are you're showing up to somebody when they're having their worst day. Uh, and it takes special people to be there for them. So hats off to you. So uh, what school are you looking at after graduation because you, you were pursuing nursing? My top school right now is Sacred Heart in Connecticut. That has been my top school since freshman year and right. since the first time i've been there so all right well I, I wish you all the best there and amanda same question for you uh what's what's next after graduation for you um i actually also play lacrosse um pretty competitively i love it and i committed to uh, malloy for the women's lacrosse team um they right. have a good program so it works out for me um and like the actually the team the lacrosse team like more than half the girls do nursing. So it would be like perfect to go there. It's like a family. They all do stuff together and I'm really excited about it. And Daniela for you. Um, I am also a lacrosse player. Um, I'm committed to play division one lacrosse at Drexel university. Wow. And I'm also um, hoping to um, continue in their nursing program. That's awesome. And congratulations to all of you. And thank you for your service to your communities. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools with the Seaford Vikings and the folks that are getting their EMT certifications. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to LI News Radio, and you can hear us on linewsradio.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.